Welcome to the e-commerce disruptors podcast, where alongside digital marketing experts, we give you our best tips, techniques, and insights on how you can be a disruptor in your industry. Hey everyone, this is Noel Lopez from e-commerce disruptors, and I am extremely happy to uh, announce our guest today is going to be Shalini Sharma all the way from Mumbai. Uh, she's joining us from Flock. Uh, Shalini, if you would like to take a moment to introduce yourself. Hi, Noel. Thanks for having me. I am so glad to be here. I am a senior HR business partner at Flock. Flock, as you might know, is a communication and collaboration platform. And uh, it's extremely simple to work in remote teams with Flock. And I think that's one of the reasons why, you know, I'm, we're having this conversation some of the, about some of the great work that we've done internally. And I'm happy to be here and share about all of that. Fantastic. And what really wanted to discuss today is, is working from home. We know several companies are working at home now, given everything happening uh, around the world. And there's definitely a difference from working from home versus working within the office. And just wanted to know what, what type of helpful tips you might want to share with, with those working from home and, and how can they stay productive? Okay, so I've been working from home since the early part of my career. I was working with Deloitte you know, initially where we have you know, large remote teams. After that, I was working with uh, AB InBev where again, we were working in teams located globally. Um, and then after that in TikTok and TikTok itself is also a tech platform and now Flock. Uh, one thing that I've learned throughout is that when you work from home for an extended period of time, you have to wear multiple hats. The first is you, like what do you do for yourself? So how do you keep yourself productive? Uh, is it by keeping a designated workspace? Because I would not advise, you know, getting out of your PJs and working in your bed. Because uh, psychologically, you always associate the bed to sleeping and probably a work desk to working. Right, and, uh, that. <laughs> yes, that's so I think the first important thing is to have a dedicated space of your own. It's also important to simulate a similar work environment that you would have in office or something that works for you. So if you want to take frequent breaks after every you know, 30 minutes, after every one hour, usually when we sit down to work at home, we just burn ourselves out. Like we work straight through and then towards the evening is when we start getting fit. So set a, set a cadence uh, that works for you. Uh, take frequent breaks. Keep yourself hydrated. Uh, when you're at office, you tend to walk around a lot. You tend to meet a lot of people. That's something that you don't do at home. So I think the second part is working as part of a team. So what do you do for yourself? Then what do you do for your team? If you are a manager, the responsibility on you is all the more because you have the responsibility of ensuring that all your team members are feeling heard, are feeling connected, are feeling as part of that one team where they know what each person is working on. So you have to facilitate those conversations, whether you do it via hosting a daily stand-up or like in, we, in Flock, what we do is we have a channel where we can just discuss updates at the beginning of the day, at the end of the day, or if you want to have frequent video calls. So it's important that you facilitate communication, you facilitate collaboration as a manager. And I think the third is if you're not a team manager, if you're just part of a team, what do you do, right? Uh, a lot of times it happens that we work and, you know, we're probably free and then we just say, okay, fine, you know what, I'm, I'm going to just go take a break or take an afternoon nap or, you know, etc. 
but maybe you know you raise your hand and say that hey does anyone in the team need help i can possibly help you out right um or i have too much on my plate can someone take this workload off so you have to play multiple roles and i think that's how you can stay productive and relevant to your teams right i think you you bring up a great point and even you know starting this whole process uh very quickly uh i i myself set up a space where hey this is going to be my work area let me make sure to set this out and i i did find that was extremely beneficial for me because at, at that point you know you, you don't want to work in bed you don't want to just work on the couch you you want to make sure that you have some type of structure to follow what you have within the office which is i, I think essential to to that productivity as well as as burning yourself out i i know uh several people are are working even more now depending on 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 what industry you're in uh given the level of demand that's come up because of everything going on so it's it's being able to balance that with with your home life because they're both now together um and and i i mean you for sure have that that experience as you mentioned you this you're no stranger to working from home so i, I think being able to to break that apart is is going to be vital the one thing i did want to ask you is in regards to to managers and managing your teams i think this this is a very important topic because for several teams there's there's that level of personal communication every day where you walk over you're speaking with your team there's that face to face given that that's now no longer an option um as you mentioned should is is the better alternative to to do a status in the morning and then in the afternoon to check in through your team on your team throughout what what really do you think is is the better approach there um i think it has to be very tailored to your team but some of the approaches that we have adopted organization wide and some of them that i've seen working the one is where you do daily stand ups right so whether it's in the form of actually coming into a meeting or it's in the form of sending a template saying hey can you please send in your updates at the end of the day just so that everyone is in the loop that's one the other of course is just better project management where you are using a tool uh you know whether it is uh, trello or uh, your asana or a, a a tool that helps you manage status of projects where you understand who's where who's in what space what part of the piece is moving uh, i think the third is as a manager just so that everyone is also aligned to what's happening in the teams they also feel heard i think it's a very good idea to increase the number of one on one connects that you do uh because when you're in office again there's you know you can always catch your manager for coffee you can always say hey can i have 5 minutes with you and have that conversation but it tends to happen that when you're working from home you're just jumping from call to call and you know you have a busy day or you need time by yourself to work uh, so that personal connect gets lost so i think that's also equally important and for the team to stay in sync i would encourage that uh the team bonding you work on team bonding i know these things are probably taken lightly but i think it's all the more important in a virtual virtual working remote teams where people come together even if it's for 30 minutes or 45 minutes in a week where they're just not talking about work they're just having fun they're playing probably a game of pictionary or a quiz or uh, you know you're just 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 holding a random conversation because you don't do that anymore at uh so you need to find a substitute and i would say that especially right now during covid uh, where a lot of people are at home most of the days uh they're probably not even stepping out for walks they only go out for grocery shopping 
um i think there's also a lot of emotional and mental stress uh, that you can relieve by building these human connections right i i i've been guilty of of not not going out enough honestly cuz like you said it's you know going out for groceries but it's really important to to go out for that walk you know kind of get outside and enjoy that and the the team bonding i, I think is absolutely spot on uh for us we we do happy hours you know we're 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 located right right downtown on uh, norwalk and and that gives us the opportunity to to go to a bar and wine relax and i've seen a lot of teams do these types of uh virtual happy hours where you you know everyone gets together you you have a moment to unwind and relax uh, aside from that do you think there are any other activities that that would be beneficial for for teams like that to engage in that can be done virtually Yes absolutely so um we have, so when we started out we of course started out with our virtual lunches and you know just virtual catch ups but then we thought how can we take this to the next level what else can we do how can we uh, you know touch on other themes that you would touch on in an office environment so one of them is you know say competition a healthy competition so we introduced um, a contest which we called as flock quiz uh, which was a series of uh quizzes on different topics every day so it lasted about 6 days yeah, we framed it in the form of a championship and we said so we used kahoot kahoot is a popular platform we used kahoot to roll out these quiz uh quizzes and then they were on different uh, topics uh, politics and uh, you know tv shows friends harry potter all of that so there would be a quiz that goes out every day and the way we did it interestingly on flock is we created a flock public channel okay. and we said that anyone who wants to participate join this channel and people every you know people joined in and then every day we would post a quiz in the morning and the top 3 would be announced after that and then we also did smaller rounds with them where we you know put them in pools we had sports and entertainment as one category and we actually did a live finale on zoom where we broke them into breakout uh, or into breakouts uh, we gave them different themes to work with we gave them a maze to solve a digital maze to solve right. so all of this worked out really well because of, of, of uh, because of the technology that we have uh, flock and zoom we used a combination of both of them and uh, me and the team uh, just keep thinking of you know what is it that we can do uh, better i actually want to share another example we did something called uh, let's make 21 memories okay so in india we basically had a lockdown that was announced uh, soon after uh, coronavirus hit the country so our prime minister said that you know there's going to be a lockdown for 21 days to begin with so the next day on flock we launched a challenge where we said let's make 21 memories together instead of considering this as 21 days of lockdown so we again invited people on a flock public channel and every day we would post something that they could do like what healthy meal are you having today send a picture to us right nice. or uh, who's that one person at home that you know you spend a lot of time with or share a picture of your pet and then people shared pictures uh, they started talking about it and now after those 21 days all of us knew so much more about each other right it's it's really bringing everyone together even though we were experiencing experiencing this this type of separation and i i think the great thing about that too is is the positive spin you, yeah rather than then look at you know this quarantine negatively it, it gives people the opportunity to to be with their families a little bit more it's a little more hectic but you get that 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 quality time that you wouldn't get otherwise so definitely putting that 
Like we that. saw people participating. We saw people participating in this, these challenges along with their family members. Like right. they would wait for the challenge to come out, and then if it if the challenge was like say a clapping, you know, make a clapping video, then yeah. people would wait for that to come out, get their families together, participate with them, and a lot of people reached out saying that you know we thought that we're going to be uh, alone or we're going to be uh, you know feel lonely throughout this entire time. but now we actually look forward to this and we are also getting to know our colleagues better right absolutely and um i i think just yeah through through these types of videos even you know some of the ones you see like tiktok videos for instance these dances you'll see a lot of you know now families are doing these all collaboratively or, or making these types of videos and and sharing that so it's it's really bringing together people in in a new unique way and and also a more vulnerable way people are seeing a little bit more of everyone's lives and, and being very empathetic around it as well which is which is very interesting so building off of that it, it sounds like you've been able to really bring this this personal component this you know that that team building process online in regards to a, a business you know standpoint in terms of communication and other processes how have you how would you recommend that businesses shift that for the online um for that online experience for the time being. Okay, so few things that any business needs to look at is uh, what kind of processes, technology and systems do they have and how is their workplace structured? I mean, these are the fundamental questions obviously we have to look at. Technology is a big enabler like all of us know. I mean, the internet and the different tools that and the resources that we're using the only reason we are able to talk today uh, or you know have virtual meetings so if you can adopt technology at the right time i think that is something that would make a huge difference so in our case if i have to talk about flow um we had a very uh, we had a very robust onboarding experience planned for all our new hires who came in Right. so it was one day of you know them going through understanding what is flock's culture dna vision mission they also get a chance to interact with multiple people from uh, payroll compensation uh, facilities it finance all of that on day one so that is one enriching experience and connects that they make on day one now when we when we go online how do you take this process and how do you replicate it virtually I mean one is of course that you can have zoom calls but there is you know an amount of retention that a person can have right. when they're in office we kind of get them to play say a game of treasure hunt or you know a scavenger hunt or games so we do that we do that in batches together uh, but the idea of i think two two things that i want to say first is how ready your organization is and secondly how can you adapt So going online does not just mean take what you have and put it online. It also means adapting it to that technology. So now if I have a new hire who's sitting in front of a a monitor for eight hours, I also have to design it differently. Where some of it is going to her or, or him on a website, some of it is going to them as a quiz, some of them is going to them as a content that they can read up on later. and some of them is going to them as you know just an ask me anything question uh, session ask me anything session gotcha so it's really so the idea is designing yeah yes it's it's a format and making sure you can can put that in a way that's still going to be digestible because i i agree one thing that i've heard 
is a friend of mine actually just recently started a job and expressed the difficulty in, in that ramp up period and, and having to do that all online. And, and in terms of, it, it sounds to me, it's just really making sure that you can tailor what you have now to, to reflect appropriately online versus leveraging everything exactly as it is. Yes. And also, I think a diagnosis of what your current processes are, which of them, which of them can be taken online and which of them can't be. So I think, you know, from the HR perspective, one of the most crucial aspects is running payroll every month. It has to run like clockwork so that people get paid. So I think when we start, when we realize that, uh, so I'll, I'll tell you the journey that we had as, as flock during the COVID times. There was a time that a lot of organizations realized that they should be working from home. I feel like we had realized that three weeks before that. Mm. So we had a lot of lead time in which we could prepare. So even before there was a mandated work from home in India, or we have an office in Boston also, where before people decided or chose to work from home, Mm. um, our CEO came forward with extremely responsible leadership and said, you know what, let's do a mock work from home drill. Three days, everyone works from home, despite whatever their role is, despite whatever they do. And in those three days, we figure out everything that's wrong with what we can and what we cannot do online. Right. So we find out all the, all the loopholes. So those three days, like it was decided today, we announced it from tomorrow, everyone is working from home. And those three days actually helped us prepare so that we understood what is it that we can and we cannot do when everyone is working from home. Right, and that's that's incredible. And because it really did give you that lead time, you you had the opportunity to truly evaluate. Okay, online just doesn't doesn't translate quite quite as well as it would in person. Um, being able to pivot and adjust in that sense uh, is huge. So, uh, out of curiosity, what what drove that decision to? to, hey, let's do three days from home um, prior to, to what happened, to, to everything that happened with COVID? So it was part of our business continuity planning exercise. Um, we knew that, uh, you know, it's soon that coronavirus is going to be in India. Uh, we should, and as, as a workplace, we believe in not enforcing a lot of things. So we knew that there will be a point where people would not feel comfortable coming to work. They might choose to work from home and instead of that being a choice we wanted to say that hey you know what we care about your safety just as much and if you're not comfortable coming to work then work from home and the other thing is that it should not even be a choice that someone has to make like it should we should just be able to enable them now what works in our favor is that we have already had platforms like flock uh, like zoom like our google suite so we could already have shared worksheets etc that's what worked in our favor because we've been working with that technology. Uh, things that we had to figure out, of course, is taking every single process online. So something as, as uh, you know, small as submission of bills. When someone claims a reimbursement, they submit a bill. We had hard copy bill submission. How do you then change that to a soft copy? Things like that. So those smaller changes we had to look at. But the initial thing that prompted to answer your question is just thought leadership, responsible leadership from our CEO, who at that time, I think he was in the US and he already kind of knew how bad, bad it was getting. Mm-hmm. So it was just early, it was just a sense of adopting early. And 
clearly it was, it was a, a great call because it, it allowed you to, again, really evaluate all your processes and, and begin to pre prepare for what eventually became working from home. There, you know, most companies are working from home now and it's, it's uh, to hear that you were able to, to see that in advance and, and prepare accordingly is uh, really, I'm, I'm sure was beneficial. So I actually haven't left my house for the last almost 75 days. Really? Yes. And, and I haven't gone out to buy groceries because so India is under a lockdown right now. So right. I haven't stepped out to buy groceries. I've been at home. I've been working from home for more than two months because uh -huh. we took this decision in the first week of March. And mm -hmm. ever since then, I've not stepped out. And I would actually say, based on the discussions that I've had with the leaders, that they've Firstly, they don't feel like any productivity has dropped in any of the teams. Right. Mm -hmm. And the second is, I think some of them have even gone on to say that I feel like in my team productivity has increased. Right. And you do you do hear that, uh, especially prior to this happening, companies offering that that option of working from home. It, it in a lot of instances have found that productivity did did increase. You, you people took that 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 ability and that opportunity very seriously and and more so the people have been able to adapt it's, it's just making sure that the systems in place are able to support those who are working properly yeah so, so i think my thought so, go ahead go ahead oh no sorry <laughs> no no go ahead go ahead so i i just so not not having left for you, you said 75 days how how have you kind of been able to keep you know Keep your sanity in a sense uh, while, while working throughout this. I think the first uh, thing that has worked in my favor is that I've been extremely busy. Um, I think the the work on the work front, initially dealing with uh, the business continuity planning, then uh, you know talking to employees about concerns, looking at travel histories. There has just been a lot going on during COVID. You know, working on the processes. So I think that's been good in a way because when you're busy, then you don't have time to think about other things and uh, and you know so on and so forth. The other thing, of course, you know, like all of us know, there's too many house chores. You know, you have cooking <laughs> and cleaning and all, all of that stuff. So that's kept me busy on the other hand. Uh, but I think the third is that we've taken enough time as an organization, as a team, uh, to also use this time for upskilling, uh, to spend enough time on taking online courses. And the good thing is that in this time, there are so many organizations that have gone out and actually shared their content free of cost. I've seen so many uh, courses from Harvard, so many courses from Skillsoft, some total, so many which are just available free of cost online for anyone to take. Uh, so we actually, in fact, I was talking to our uh, learning team today and there's a gentleman by the name of Saurabh. He was telling me how within their team, they've created a leaderboard, a oh. leaderboard of learning so that whenever anyone goes and takes an online learning, they come there and they say, hey, I've taken these many hours of learning. Here's where I am on the leaderboard. They share their learning, things like that. They, you know, take time to uh, discuss with each other what they've learned. I think these things are keeping us not just, I wouldn't say sane, like it's actually an exciting time. Right. Because you understand it's the new reality. You understand that there's a lot to learn. There's a lot to do. And there is a lot to be prepared for uh, when, you know, the, the dust finally settles. Absolutely. And I, I think that's interesting taking a leaderboard because uh, I'm, I'm definitely one for competition. So being able to 
to see, you know, oh, I'm ahead in hours and I'm learning. It's, 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 it really, again, brings that, that sense of community amongst, amongst your team. It gives you the opportunity to see how, how other people are or what other people are learning and, and sharing that information. So being able to combine that all into, into one sense, you know, really productive and exciting, like you said. Um, so definitely want to highlight, while, while there are several things, you know, it, it's, with, with COVID that, that have been terrible, it's, it's highlighting, and, and I've said this, you know, in, in previous podcasts, highlighting the silver lining, seeing what, what we can take away from this uh, and move forward with. So um, I, I did want to say thank you again for, for joining us on the podcast. Uh, for our listeners out there, really the, the takeaways, make sure you're not working in your bed. Have yourself a nice space. Uh, try to give yourself breaks throughout the day. You don't want to burn out. So make sure that you're getting out there. Uh, and really making the most of it, as, as well as keeping open lines of communication with your team. Uh, Flock being an, a great example of, of, of how you can do that um, through different channels and, and, and direct conversations, as well as making sure that the structures that you do have in place are, are functioning for you online versus how they were functioning previously in Taylor. So all of that really uh, just kind of a great takeaway. Thank you so much for the tips. I know I'll be applying some of those. Uh, especially the, the, the getting out and, and taking breaks is, is definitely very important. So, um, and, and thank you all the way from, again, Mumbai. <laughs> thank you so much. Thanks for having me. I, I had a great time. Thank you so much. This has been the e-commerce disruptors podcast presented by electric engine. Subscribe today to stay up to date on all future episodes. Please follow us at electric engine on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, or shoot us an email at podcast at electricengine.com. That's engine spelled E N J I N. Feel free to leave us any comments or questions about this episode and let us know what you'd want to hear on future episodes until next time. Thanks for listening.